just I just launched a piece of gum 400 feet into the air. Speaking of launch, Backstage Cinema is now <laughs> launching our merch store. No, we're not. We're not launching a merch store yet. Uh, give us some ideas. We particularly want sh- uh, shirts that would look really good on redheads. So yeah. uh, we'd we're, <laughs> we're trying to discover uh, to create this new thing called like shirtless shirts that you can yeah. sell. Yeah, you might get like, arrested probably. if you wear them, but yeah. For, Very translucent. Yeah, for down payment of $60 per month, mm-hmm. you have a shirt. And you won't be able to see it. So, like, don't think you're getting scammed. Like, mm-hmm. it's actually there. And you can feel it. It kind of feels like air, you know, like when you yeah. put your fingers together. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's going to be great, I think. It's made out of atoms and love. It's yeah. not the emperor's new clothes, yeah, I swear. We, we, we give our secret, our secret formula inside of it as well, which is a lot of love and care and actually investing money into products. And a little bit of uh, Jaden's uh, hair. Uh, what, what yeah, you get one. What, what, what is that special I don't even sauce know. you use? It's like some whey, uh, uh, sea salt spray. There sea salt go. spray, that's yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Anyways. <laughs> a dash of that. A dash of that. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this is Backstage Cinema, the best destination for all things movies, movie making, and more. I'm your host, Jaden. And I'm your other host, Ike. And it has been a while. That it has. I think the last thing that we posted was The Flash with Jack and Noah, which mm-hmm. you guys seem to really like, so that's cool. That's good. Um, but we have been pretty much missing an action on the social media. Uh, is there any reason to that? Like, what have you been up to over the summer? I personally have been working a lot of 12-hour days at a factory. like Sweatshop. Typically four days a week, sometimes five. But yes, sweatshop. Yeah. But other than that, I've just been trying to make ends meet, you know? Yeah, I, I get it. I've been very busy over the summer, just traveling places and also working a lot. Video and production over the summer doesn't stop. That's the only thing about my job that kind of sucks, you know? Mm-hmm. I love it, but man, there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. We have also been active in the uh, the movie making front. That is true. There's been that some is films true. coming out, and if I don't, when when will this come out? Like a uh, week Friday. From now? Friday. This Friday. Okay, so in what maybe t- three, three weeks? weeks? Maybe four. Three, three or four weeks. There will be some several new yeah. uh, projects coming up, but they're all they're all tied together. We're very excited yeah. about it'll this, be. So. It'll be it'll be cool. Uh, we'll give you more details on that because yeah. maybe we'll open this up so like if people want to watch yeah. these, that would be kind of cool. Us, we could but do something like that. Stay tuned to Cinematic Genius. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. What was the last film that? Oh, Morte Morte came out and like yeah. was like <laughs> it was interesting. It yeah. looked like one of those '80s like cam films that you see on YouTube, mm-hmm. but it had like a really artistic flair that I don't remember us actually incorporating <laughs> i just watched it and i was like wait a second this is like wes anderson <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's quite good not to pat ourselves on the back it like actually is good it's it's it doesn't make any sense but when has cinematic genius ever made sense you know exactly that's that's what, the genius yeah, that's the brilliance of it <laughs> with that being said though uh we've kind of hit i mean we're a little bit past the middle of the year now but um mm-hmm. movies are obviously what we discuss movies have came out um, at the beginning of the year, we did our top 10 and we're not going to talk about our top 10, but this has statistically been one of the worst years in Hollywood recent history where films are just bombing left, right, and center. Uh, some of them deserve it. And I, I it feels weird to prey on the downfall of the film, but I can do that. Um, and a lot of them don't deserve it. And it's like kind of shocking that they've done bad. Um, 
some of them we've seen, some of them we haven't. And I really, we're just going to look through the summer, but I swear, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to do that. This man keeps knocking the mic out of my hands yeah. with his foot. Because we are past the six-month mark, um, let's just run through three categories. Like, what was our favorite film of the year so far? What was, like, the biggest surprise? And then what was, like, the biggest disappointment? Hmm. If you want to go first. I, I know what my favorite film sure. was. So, Favorite film, out of the gates, this is probably going to upset a lot of people. But and I'm kind of surprised I'm saying it myself. But it also just goes to show that the movies that I've seen this year, I just haven't been a big fan of. Yeah. But favorite that I've seen is The Flash, and it kind of it. Are pains, you serious? Yeah, it pains no me. No way. It pains me to say it. <clears throat> I thought we all agreed that we didn't love it. I know Jack I, and I were like kind of yeah, mixed. I I did not love it. The more there I were, thought about it, the more I hate it. <laughs> really? Sorry, Ezra. No, yeah. that's fair. I. Because here's the thing. When it comes to movies, CGI is not what makes or breaks it yeah, that's for right. me. It can make it a lot better or it can make it a lot worse from like an aesthetic standpoint. Yeah. Which is why I don't like a lot of James Cameron stuff. Because aesthetically, a lot of his films look really pretty because of the visual effects. However, The Flash had the opposite problem. But it felt a little more fresh than the other things that I saw this year. and it That's fair. I came in with little to no expectations and i walked out with feeling how pretty much i felt thought i'd feel but also there was a couple moments that i did like yeah which i can't say about the film that i would say is the biggest what was the other category biggest disappointment disappointment and biggest surprise biggest disappointment you want to just one-on-one like we'll go back or just oh yeah three i mean up to you i'll i'll do all three so i I don't lose my train of thought yeah but i guess that also counts as my big surprises yeah flash okay it had some good moments, but it wasn't completely terrible, but it also wasn't great. Um, biggest disappointment, I hate to say, because it was as my, it was rated my number one, <laughs> is <Yeah>. Asteroid City. <clears throat> and it, here's the thing. It wasn't bad. No, it wasn't bad at all. I was just disappointed that it wasn't amazing. But I tend to do that to myself a lot with movies when I overhype <laughs> them the in Batman. my mind. Yeah, yeah, and the Batman. But the Batman also kind of ruined itself. With I the agreed, trailer. agreed. But it didn't, it wasn't ruined. It was still, I still love the Batman. But with Asteroid City, it just, it just felt like mid-city for a lot of, it was just very slow, not a lot happened, and I'm kind of confused with the ending, and it's just, it's not very Wes Anderson. Yeah. The shots and everything, and the writing and stuff, that was still like Wes Anderson to a T, but like, it just was a little less funny, a little less interesting. It's like a solid, like lower B tier movie. That's fair, but I, I respect it. I think in the theater, like we both were like, you know, I think, I think I like the French Dispatch. <laughs> yeah, like I love the yeah. French Dispatch, and I didn't even li- like. I, <coughs> I liked it, but obviously, I we've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was, it was disappointing that it wasn't great, but it was still good. Yeah, and you said your biggest surprise was obviously the Flash as well. Yeah, and say that. That's fair. So I get. Um, what about you? So I had to check. My top three haven't even came out yet, so we're in the clear. So I can't okay, like say <laughs> I can't say my expectation been destroyed. Um, so far, I'm gonna say Across the Spider Verse was my favorite film because I went into it with no expectations. Oh, I, I should have put that as my number. <laughs> Never mind. I changed. <laughs> that's it. why I was. That's why I, I changed. It. I completely I forgot anything. about that. Yeah. That's now my number one. Flash is still the surprise. 
but I'll yeah. put I'll put Spider Verse as number one. There and I'll I'll put that for a couple reasons. A, I didn't have any expectations. I I mean I think we all kind of assumed it was gonna be really good. Mm-hmm. But like I didn't I didn't overhype it. I knew it was a part one. But like when we saw it, it was really fun. But yeah. this when I rewatched it was with Jack and Justin, and I've never. Like you would have thought that Justin just found out Santa Claus exists. Like the the joy on this man's face every scene, and all the rest of us had seen it, so we're like looking at him to get the reaction. I mean, it was it was a lot of fun. So I'd say that was the best movie. The, the best m- movie experience has to be watching the movie through Justin's eyes. I agree, Justin. Shout out you, man. Most disappointing is sad because there's a lot. I would say, yeah. m- I'll say three that like are disappointing, but like. You know, aren't there? Uh, Ren, Ren, Renfield for sure was a disappointment. Mm. Bo was afraid was a disappointment. Um, and then I would say the the okay, those are just that. The real big disappointment for me was Indiana Jones and the Dial mm. of Destiny. Who could have saw it coming? Yeah, honestly, which I I think if I can recall, I had that at number ten, but then I moved Creed three, which is by far one of my favorite films of the year up because i had like i wasn't sure they were going to land the ship and up until the last 20 minutes i thought that dial of destiny was good and then it went places i didn't love with that being said the movie also bombed and we'll get into that in a little while did creed 3 come out this year yeah march okay we did the back to back with that and john wick i changed my number one again it's creed 3 (laughs) now i completely forgot these movies came out this year my mind is just not here yeah um that is number one now so that was my most disappointing my two Biggest, I mean, I actually have two for biggest price because I've seen most all of the films that we're about to talk about. Um, Dungeons and Dragons was it blew my mind. I loved it. You need to watch it. It reminds me of Bullet Train. It's not as good as Bullet Train, but like probably should. So much energy. There's there's like cameos that like are really fun. It's really funny. The songs are great. Um, and it does run into an issue that the Flash doesn't run into is that it doesn't have great CGI, but no one is complaining about it ever mm. because it actually adds to the story. But I think the biggest the biggest surprise so far for me was the blackening. <laughs> I don't even need to get into it. I thought it was huh. awesome. It was awesome. Fair enough. Have you watched it? I haven't. Have you seen the trailer? Mm-hmm. It's so funny, dude. <laughs> it looks like it. It's really funny. It reminds me of like a more expensive version of the package, but it was like really good the package is not very good is that the next uh watch list i think oh, we so gotta do a watch list here, we do because like we have to have a watch list done <coughs> oh we actually should have had it done this month oh really oh yeah we could have done a fourth of july episode we could watch like i don't know <laughs> white house down or olympus has fallen or something like that we still can we'll go back and yeah, we're gonna, we'll do that next year we'll, we'll, yeah we'll do that next year i think yeah we'll have something out Unless. august first and then you can cut this if you want, but I'll keep it. Uh, what if we did the uh, the big projects coming out? It was as, a watch list. A watch list. That's not a bad idea. I think that would be a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that instead. I like it. I like it. Yeah. But we'll those see. are some of the films. I guess we'll start with the list, and we'll, we'll only tackle movies that either I know I've watched, and maybe you've watched, or films that like maybe neither of us watched, but we're like considered big deals mm-hmm. um and we'll obviously talk like how i don't know because obviously we i can give you numbers and be like oh well this film took this much money to make and that might not be exact because we we don't always know the exact statistics of how much a m- movie uh, was made for however the movie that did kickstart the summer like every year um it's always a marvel movie was guardians of the galaxy volume three which both of us saw 
Mm-hmm. Um, I loved. It's my number two film of the year so far. I really enjoyed it. I liked it. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. So it was, I liked it. That's not uh, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna look up the box office on all of these. Um, I will say that this movie didn't do great. The first week it was like 120 million, which is hilarious because that's actually really good. But for a Marvel movie, you know, you're used to like the 300 million in the opening mm. week. But this movie's still in theaters. Its longevity has been really good. It has been pushing. And the box office currently, uh, actually that was last month, so I, I'm not going to do that. Roughly, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, as of the recording of this, has just passed $800 million. That's pretty good. That's one of the highest, higher grossing films of the year. Um, so obviously people watch Guardians 3. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to talk box office. We're just going to... If it flopped, it's going to flop, and I'll let you know that if it flopped. And then I guess at the end, once we look at where we're at, we can kind of, like, why is this the case? That might be one of my new favorite sentences you, that you've ever said. Yeah, I agree. If it flops, it flops, and I'll let you know when it flops. <laughs> I'll let you know if it flops. <laughs> yeah. Then we obviously got the, like, the, the, what category do I put this in? Like, the older women category. We had the book club, which was one of the, I think it, unless... Unless Indiana Jones has made more money than I thought. I was sitting at number 10 of the summer box office, Book Club, the next chapter. Did you watch it? I did not. I did not. That was a film, though. Um, Hypnotic was one of the bigger blockbuster films, but it was awful, and it tanked. So there we go. We got one flop so far. One flop. One flop, two flop. Here's the next one. Fast X, baby. This movie <laughs> had a monster opening weekend, and it was also really underwhelming. And then it just stopped performing. I can't tell you again how much it made because by the time this comes out, it's all going to be different. But this movie was pulled from a lot of theaters pretty early on. I did not watch it. I haven't seen any <laughs> of them. I don't know if you've watched any of them. I have not. It's not really interested me. I Yeah. I think it's going to be one of those things a couple years down the line where, like, you know, I have like a week to do nothing, and I'm like, I just want to get hammered yeah, and just enjoy life for a couple of days, and this is what we'll watch. I feel like this is the type of... <laughs> that's that's the move right there. Exactly. Sit down and watch all 20, because 10 more will be out by the time that oh, day comes. Oh, for sure. I do think, though, that um, Universal is going to have to really take a look, because Universal is kind of... They haven't been doing too well this year, and we'll, we'll tackle that in a couple more. Except with Oppenheimer. That'll Hope, probably change. Hopefully. I know oh, right now it's projected 60 million opening week, and I think, no, it's projected 40 million. Barbie's projected 60 million. Who does Barbie? It's. Greta Gerwig? No, 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 no. What studio? Is it Warner Brothers? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we'll see how that does. I think that's yeah. going to be the biggest film in the, of, le- of this month, of this month, not of the year, because I don't think anything will top what we're about to talk about. Um, the next was The Little Mermaid which has done really well, but it's also really underperformed what Disney was expecting, but that's Disney's tale. I did not watch that, did you? Disney's tale? I see what you did there. Bingo, yeah. I did not watch The Little Mermaid yet. I plan on watching it once it's on Disney+, Plus, which I think a lot of people did. I did not see it either. I have zero interest in it. Um, Let's see. There's a couple of like smaller films. We have like The Boogeyman, You Hurt My Feelings, The Machine... I saw two of those three, and obviously the it wasn't like that hype, but I think the biggest success so far is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which, actually, we can talk about this. Obviously, we don't know for a fact, but it is rumored that that film costs $100 million. And That's a lot of money. 
well, Elementals, which we'll get to, cost $200 million. Oh. And I feel like, I don't know. I don't know if, like, $100 million is a lot of money, but for the amount of time and care and years they put into Spider-Man, I feel like that budget might be actually a lot more. Interesting. That, right now, obviously, like I said, it's going to change by the time this comes out, but it's, I think it either just passed $700 million or it's estimated to about, or, like, it's about to pass. Again, it's doing really well for itself. Uh, obviously, I said it was my favorite. Ike, apparently every movie he watched is his favorite this year. But <laughs> I keep changing it, not, not yeah, everyone. <laughs> it was his favorite, it seemed like. Uh, next was Transformers Rise of the Beast, which I straight up thought this was a snooze fest. I didn't like it that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it made money, but it was weird because I went opening night, and it was myself, a buddy of mine, and four people. In the biggest theater in the in at least in, in where I am in the Springfield Theater, which I think holds like maybe a little over two hundred people, so that's like not great. Dang, like a little bit of a flop right there. Bit of a flop, but it it did really well, and then it's kind of been dying down. So it, it it's gonna make it. It made over its budget and it made all of that, but it's not enough. The Blackening's next movie didn't make that much money, but like I said, I really liked it. Thought it was funny. Next we had Elementals, which was. For the first week, Pixar's worst opening weekend of all time still is going to lose Disney hundreds of millions of dollars, but it is actually doing okay for itself since then. So, like, yay family, I guess. Uh, I don't know what your opinion is on this. Uh, I think that Elementals flopped because no one knew it came out. (laughs) I knew it was coming out, but it just never looked interesting. Yeah. So maybe it's like a combination of, like, those who knew didn't find it interesting and everybody else just didn't know. That is... That's actually really good. Yeah, I th- I I think that plays into it. It's fine. Like yeah. I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's fine. But fine doesn't get me to the theater. Like Pixar yeah. used to be like, you knew it was going to be one of the best films of the year. It was going to make you think. Mm-hmm. What is wh- what are elements going to make me think about? Like the periodic table. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> gonna and make you feel that fiery rage. Something like that, I guess. Um. Next, we have a beautiful film. One of the greatest films. Um, I'd argue of all time if my name was James Gunn. That was The Flash. This is on course to being... Actually, it was the second worst opening and worst box office performance of any superhero film ever. I can't remember what number one was. Um, but this movie did worse than Morbius. That is saying a lot. That's saying a whole lot. This is also one of the most expensive movies of the year. So... Um, the Flash has been pulled from a majority of theaters. I think they're down like 57 or 58%. Man. Which kind of sucks. But like, yeah. we went opening night and our theater wasn't packed. No. People just don't care. And I think a lot of this, I've seen a lot of people say that it's because we're boycotting Ezra Miller for what all has happened. Actually, were they cutting? <laughs> nice. <laughs> I get it. Um, I think a lot of it just comes into no one cares anymore. Like, why are we going to spend time and money on movies that have no impact? to superman like we got to talk about superman legacy at the end of this too because there have been casting so that came out extraction 2 came out which is obviously on netflix so i'm not going to talk box office i just highly recommend watching this film they do a 20 minute uh one take obviously it's not one take they have the seamless cuts have you watched this movie yet uh i don't know much like chris hemsworth Sorry. That's a good one. Sorry, that was, that's a good one. That was bad. It's fire. I doesn't remember if he made the movie or not. It's. I would argue it's the best action of the year over John Wick 4. That's probably saying a lot. Um, but yeah, obviously we can't talk much about that. Asteroid City, 
um, is doing really well for a Wes Anderson movie, but like every Wes Anderson movie, it's going to lose the studio a lot of money mm-hmm. because you're either like really artsy or you're a bit of a snob if you watch his films. Yeah. And I think it's being overhyped and overpraised. I've seen a lot of people say it's his best work. And Definitely obviously up. all of the reviews are like glowing. It was fine. I mean, it I had a fun. good time. I think we all had a good time. Yeah. But none of us were like, wow. Like That was amazing. Yeah. Watching Grand Budapest, Fan- oh. Phantasm Mr. Fox, Isle of Dogs. Um, what's his first fantastic. one? Or it's the Bottle vacation Rocket? one. No, 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 no. It has um, came out like 2001. We were talking about this uh, before we got to the theater, and I'm blanking on what it was called. It's not. Something Hotel, Darje- I feel like. Not Darjeeling Unlimited. Hotel something? I'll, I'll remember it in a little bit. I don't remember him having a hotel one. I can't remember. I, I like. I Bottle I, Rocket it, was his first. I guess not. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's his first. Like this is like one of the first I remember watching. That's okay. But yeah, um, no hard feelings, which haven't seen. I guess it's doing well for its budget, but um, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. It looks interesting, but it's it's one of those films. Yeah. I don't want to like. I don't. I couldn't pride my. I don't have enough of an ego to walk into a theater and be like, can I have one ticket for no hard feelings? Like <laughs> they'd be looking at me like, come on, Brody, what are you doing? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. I'll walk into the theater holding your hand. How about that? Yeah. Um, one ticket, please for, or sorry, two tickets. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Do, something, do something like yeah. that. Um, Indiana Jones, Dial of Destiny is next. We've already talked about it. It failed. It bombed. It flopped. Um, yeah. Speaking of flop, I guess about that. And I don't know how accurate this is. Liam, uh, if you fully attest to this, we can post it on the story once this comes out. But as of today, he was telling me that it is leaving theaters and it's not just his theater. It's all rave theaters, which is like a big L for Disney. Mm. But the movie costs over $300 million to make. And if you've seen it, the movie doesn't look like it was made like that. Um, I'm also going to rant real quick. I am so tired. I am so tired of people acting like the de-aging on the face looks good doesn't look good there's like maybe four shots and everyone's like oh there's like one moment in indiana jones that looks bad no it just looks bad it just looks bad de-aging i don't think we're ever going to get to a point where it's like good yeah maybe we will i i think we will but it i think of the budget i'm talking like the budgets like you know how like we can now have like um kind of like the ai art it's almost realistic i feel like that looks better than the de-aging i guess I'd have to see them like compared side by side, but yeah, that's fair. I think it took the. Uh, I'm trying to remember the time span it took for them to de-age Harrison for that. They said it was like three years. Yeah, it's insane. Which is a lot of time. Yeah, I res- I do respect it, but at the same time, like Corridor could do it in three days. Oh, for sure, <laughs> Corridor would be like. They're <laughs> honestly, I guarantee, I guarantee we're gonna see a video in like two months once it's on digital. They're like, we did it better. Because that's what they do every time Disney makes that's something. True. It's just Corridor Crew makes it better. And obviously, a lot of the misconception with Corridor is that they do all this stuff immediately. They don't, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they can do it really well. And for some reason, my phone is just completely tweaking out. I know that the next film that came out is the DreamWorks film, something, Give Ruby Gilman and the something Kraken. What? Yeah. See? Exactly, bro. Exactly. Oh, is that the weird, like... I'm, I'm about to... Weird, like, octopus-looking film or whatever? Yeah. Okay, I saw the trailer for that once, and I forgot about it. It made a whopping $5 million in its opening week. Oh. And that's that's pathetic. Oh. And, in fairness, no one knew that movie came out. I forgot about that movie. 
Exactly. I don't think anybody knew it came out. I, I haven't kept up with it, so I don't know if it's doing well, if it's doing okay, if it needs a shoulder to cry on, because it probably <laughs> so does. Um, and it, I don't think it's doing well because there is no word of mouth. Like, I think the argument was that Puss in Boots did fine, but Puss in Boots was like a monster juggernaut way after the film came out because the memes came out that this is like one of the best movies in recent memory, and it was actually that good. Uh, but then the last one, as of this moment, oh, two more, I guess. Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, which comes... Oh, my oh my gosh, bro. I'm going to get flamed oh. for that. <laughs> Dead Reckoning Part 1. I was thinking of Rogue oh. Nation earlier. My bad, my oh, bad, my bad, my bad. Um, that comes out early premieres tomorrow. That is another $300 million movie. It's going to roughly need to make... I'm going to say it's over $600 million. Probably like $650 million to be successful. I don't think it's going to do that. Everyone's like, oh, it's going to be a juggernaut like Top Gun. Yeah. I di- have you watched those movies? I haven't, and I wanted to tell you about that because I'm going to sit down and I'm going to binge watch them all. Same. Not now. You haven't seen them? I haven't seen any of them, no. Oh, well, I was going to offer you a $5 movie ticket <laughs> because I just got one. I was like, oh, well, I want to see the Mission Impossible movies, yeah. but I don't really want to binge all of them right now. Yeah, I'm in I'm in the exact same boat. Um, I think, though, because right now we can, I guess, dive into, like, why are these flopping? Um, I will say, though, with that one... Um, this isn't Top Gun Maverick. All of the reviews that I, I've I've watched a lot of reviews on uh, Dead Reckoning Part One, and all of them are like it's like maybe number five or six in the series, which you know there's eight, and mm-hmm. no one's saying it's bad. They're just like that's like how good the series is. Uh, Top Gun Maverick is like an iconic film. It's like thir- I mean it was made thirty some years ago, so like the hype. Just regular Top Gun, you mean? Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, just regular Top Gun. So like when Top Gun Maverick came out, everyone and their grandpa and their father and mother, sister and brother, cousin, niece, nephew, whatever, everyone went to see it. Mm-hmm. And it was that good that everyone went back to see it and went back to see it. I don't know how many times you watched it. I think I watched it, I watched it maybe twice. Twice, maybe three times in theaters. But I just remember the experience because, you know, like halfway through, you're like, oh, this is the same movie. And then it just starts. And yeah. you're like, oh, my gosh, this movie was great. Uh, I, I do agree with Tom Cruise that he does put butts in seats, but mm-hmm. I I won't be there. Maybe I'll be there in like four weeks once I decide to watch all these films, but yeah. Yeah, Tom, I don't know. If Tom Cruise is so good at moving butts, why doesn't he just, instead of moving my butt into his, his seat, why not just move my butt <laughs> into his house? Facts. I will say, I don't I know if you... dinner, Tom. Did Come you on. see the video? I, I adore the f- the the, like... The videos of the celebrities. The most recent one, obviously, I saw was Wonka because the trailer just came out today. Where it's like yep. the actor or actress like, trailer just dropped. Go check it out. Or like, get tickets now. Very cliche. They're like just sitting there like in an interview or something like that. Freaking Tom Cruise <laughs> was in the fighter jet. Um, yep. And he Standing was like, on it. Yeah, and he was all like, go watch Death Reckoning Part 1. It comes out next week. And then he said, I, I thought this was kind of cool. But like, as the plane was about to nosedive, he was like, uh, thank you for letting me entertain you throughout all of these years. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I don't think he's probably a nice person. That's my opinion for yeah. pretty much my entire life. Yeah. But he's a lot of fun, and his stunts are cool. Yeah. But that is that. He's an entertainer. Um, so do we tackle the question, why, are, why is everything flopping? Because I have my thoughts, and maybe you have yours. I think a big part of it is just the studios themselves trying to push stuff out sooner. And therefore, like, they're just, like, rushing people, like, visual effects artists, rushing writers, rushing the acting, and just being like, no, we just got to get this out. We want our money. 
And it's not like they need the money either. They're doing just fine. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're it's <laughs> they're trying to get more. They're getting greedy and it's their own downfall. It's, yeah, it's their own downfall. So I would say that's probably the biggest thing is the big studio executives trying to push stuff out sooner than than later and not giving the art or time not giving the uh, not giving the water enough time to boil, you know? Yeah. So the pasta's not cooked. It comes out kind of crunchy. And you don't want no crunchy spaghetti. You want, no. like, spaghetti has been boiled, like, just enough, yeah. just you, long enough. And you want to make sure your father gets the tomatoes at a gas station. <laughs> yeah. Make and sure it's on the top make, shelf. Make, <laughs> make sure that the security camera can see it. Yeah. That's a reference right there. That is a reference. Movie. If you know, you know. Um, I think that is probably the biggest reason. I think a lot of it comes down to budget, too. Why are films so expensive out of nowhere? Yeah. You could say it's inflation, but, like, everyone's just trying to one-up each other. So they're spending yeah. more and more and more money. Whereas, again, I haven't watched the Dune 2 trailer, and I swear I'm not a Dune sexual all the time. But mm-hmm. roughly the budget for that, part or part two, is like $165 million, And the budget for The Flash was well over $200 million. Yeah. And I don't know if you watched the trailer. I've seen like the, the, the stills. That movie looks outstanding. Same with Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer looks unbelievable. And obviously the rumor right now um, is that there's not a single visual effects shot. Do I believe that? Yes, mm-hmm. I'll believe it for now. For now. Once we watch the movie, we're pr- like when that bomb goes off, we might <laughs> be like, how did he do this? <laughs> Once Hiroshima disappears again or something yeah, like exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. It's like, like how? can he legally do that? I don't, yeah. I guess we'll figure that out. I think that the budgets are way too expensive, um, especially when you look at, for example, Elementals, $200 million. It hasn't even made $200 million. And then you look at Super Mario Brothers, which wasn't a summer release, but that was like a $100 million budget, and it's the biggest movie of the year. It's made well over a billion dollars. I think it's still in theaters across um, seas, so it's probably making even more money. Probably. I mean, that's you get your biggest box office stuff from China, isn't it? Uh, it's still it's it's still domestically, but um, outside of the United States, it is usually China, which obviously they've shut a lot of films down because of political and like uh, Barbie, Barbie, Spider Man, a lot of stupid stuff. But we don't need to get into that. That's another conversation for another time. Yes, indeed. I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but I was just thinking about this the other day too. Um, this is coming from the perspective of two college age kids who have time on their hands to spend money and do whatever they want. For me, that is going to watch as many movies as I want because I enjoy it. It's my hobby. Mm-hmm. However, the majority of these films, uh, actually, let me just put uh, June into perspective. You had Spider-Man, you have Transformers, The Flash, Indiana Jones, um, Elementals. All right, so that's five family-friendly films. How many families are going to five films a month, even a year? Mm. So if you put that in perspective, let's say you have a family of six, four, five, or six, or whatever. You're going to see one movie a month. What are they going to go see? Spider-Man, because it's more popular. Everybody has said good things, whereas the rest of the films, everyone's just walking out of like, it's fine. It's not good. Hmm. I think that's where a lot of it comes down to is like – I don't know many families outside of like my own that went and watched Indiana Jones, but that's because we grew up with Indiana Jones. We grew up with George Mm -hmm. Lucas. Everyone saw Spider-Man. Some people saw Elementals, but like, I think people are just so selective on what they go to now. Like I know when I'm a a parent and I don't know what movies will look like in like five or 10 years from now, but like 
we're not going to every movie. No. Like it's expen it's really expensive. I mean, when we watched what was the movie we watched? It wasn't Asteroid City. Um We went with the group. Oh, it was when we watched the Batman forever ago. Um how much do you want to say we all spent? I think tickets were well over a hundred dollars with all of us by a long yeah. shot. But then like everyone got food and stuff. Like obviously we're a group of uh individuals where we're all like solo, so we were just able to buy stuff ourselves. But let's mm. say we were a group like that, like we were all, you know, related. That's probably over three hundred dollars just spent on that yeah. and popcorn and food. Like it's expensive. I guess yeah. They said the average family of four is paying about seventy dollars to go to a movie theater. That's crazy. Yeah. And especially if it is a movie like the Batman where people are going to want to watch it more than once. Because, like, I saw it three times. Yeah, I saw it three times. But that I guess that is a really good point. Like, I never really thought about that. But I guess maybe not as a devil's advocate, but, like, I understand why they put it in the summer. Because, like, school's out. Mm -hmm. They're with their kids. Their kids want to go out. And they want to go see a movie. <clears throat> so, like, every it all starts from, like, oh, it's summertime you can get more butts into seats because the kids aren't in school anymore exactly. so but they don't exactly weigh it against like you said they're going to choose the more popular thing like spider-man mm -hmm. and a lot of it is being almost like it's, everything's like very branded now a lot so of franchises gonna, yeah. yeah you're going to go after your favorite brand your favorite franchise and that's what's going to hook you so yeah the only way to compete against that it like with any sort of fighting hope is to try to create a different franchise mm -hmm. but a lot of the times that's just not going to work out yeah i i think the mentality should also not be that we're going to create a franchise the and obviously that's easier said than done especially right. when the biggest film of the summer spider-man is legitimately a part one of part two but mm -hmm. the intention going into the film is that we're going to make two parts like this movie could have made no money and part two is still going to happen yeah but i think it's just oversaturation of franchises i mean you had Transformers, you have the MCU, you had Spider-Man, uh, Indiana Jones, um, Barbie. I wouldn't say Oppenheimer, but Nolan as <laughs> Nolan all as a collective. Yeah, all, all of the nuclear enthusiasts. <laughs> you war nerds <laughs> starting wars. Every everyone like obviously it's easy for us that we love movies that we're gonna go see some of this stuff, but none of us are gonna see all of it. And again, yeah. I think families play into it. I think like you said, franchise like there's I don't want to say original content's going to get people to watch things because it doesn't anymore, which kind of sucks. Because, mm -hmm. like, did you watch Barbarian last year? I still need to watch that. Such a joy. But it didn't do well because were you going to go watch that or were you going to go watch – there was a – what was the Marvel movie out at that time? Um, oh, mm -hmm. Multiverse of Madness. Which uh, were you going to watch? One of the biggest films of the year, which obviously it didn't even – it wasn't – I mean, it was successful, but not really – or yeah. an A24 obscure film that, like, looks really fun, but is rated at R, and it's not made for everyone. Obviously, there's going to be a winner in this. Yeah. So I think the families play into it a lot. I think there's just also an oversaturation of blockbusters. Like, why are we getting blockbusters every week? Yeah. Like, obviously, this is a couple of years ago, but I remember, like, there would be a big blockbuster, or maybe two, like, at the end of the month, and you would have, like, those weird weeks in between where they would just dump all of the really small projects. Yeah. But, like, you know, we're going to have Oppenheimer, Barbie. I think Blue Beetle comes out at the end of July. I might be wrong. It might be August. But I think that looks atrocious. But that's yeah. just my opinion. Um, Death or Death Reckoning Part 1 comes out in a couple of days. Death uh, Reckoning? Yeah. It's, I believe it's Dead Reckoning. 
dead reckoning, bro. I'm 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 sorry, Tom Cruise. I just don't yeah. care about you that much. I'm just trying to <laughs> keep you from catching the flack later and being like, "Oh, did you say that?" Yeah, if I say it wrong two more times, I'm gonna jump out of a plane and do a stunt for one of our yeah. short films. It's gonna have nothing to do with the film. It could be like a funeral scene. <laughs> it just <Yeah>. cuts <laughs> to me flying out of a plane. But we'll do something like that. Yeah, he's gonna do a belly flop into a pool, and when he flops, he'll tell you he flops. Yeah. And he will flop. <laughs> and he will flop. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think a lot of like when it comes down to like the success of a film, is it like, are you successful just because you make a lot of money or are you successful yeah. because you got like someone to change their opinion on something or someone to appreciate the way that you shot this or something like that? Because to me, yeah. this just, I would far more, far more I'm trying to make a sentence here. It's not really working out. Um, no, but I know where you're going with that kind of, it's, it's more of just. You're, it, it depends on your goal. Like, if you're trying to make money and you make a blockbuster like that, you're going to succeed in that. But if you're going to make something, like, actually, like, meaningful, something that actually has substance, then a lot of the times it's probably not going to get as much of the attention that it deserves. But I think but I think that's all right. I think you can have, like, your own little thing, like, and maybe that makes it more unique than, like, oh, yeah, they don't realize that I saw Barbarian, and Barbarian's a great movie. Meanwhile, everybody else is watching Multiverse of Midness. So, like, yeah. it's maybe it's a bit of an ego boost, but I think, and I wouldn't say, oh, you're a better person because you saw this instead of Doctor Strange, but, like, it's, you are in the minority if you oh, like yeah, those sure. more artsy films, but I think that minority is typically better. I would typically. agree. I think a lot of it plays into the fact, though, it's, like, like for a movie to be successful it has to make its budget so that's obviously the film budget and then marketing which a lot of times marketing is just as expensive mm -hmm. so that's like what you would deem a success but i think to your point too like if a movie gets people talking and not just like you know like the cliche of when a marvel movie comes out i'm i'm not trying to throw shade at marvel at all, every yeah. chance i get however you know the first week it comes out that's all everybody talks about and then it just kind of dies down yeah but like a Top Gun is a big example, which was like re-brought back into theaters and was making, I think it was the number one film when it was brought back into theaters. But we, as America and obviously other countries, it was a little bit different, but we're talking about Top Gun for weeks and weeks. And it was like everybody mm -hmm. had seen it. So that's like a good way to start a conversation. No one's like, yo, have you watched The Flash? <laughs> because no one watched it. The yeah. movie didn't do anything. Yeah. I think it's a big success if people watch it. Also, the other part, um, the reason that this is such a big deal like this year is like, you know, back in the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, if a film flopped, that didn't mean anything because at-home video still existed. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, Disney hit that weird streak where they were paying or spending like, I don't know, let's say 20, 20 million is probably a lot. I obviously, inflation works a little weird, but let's say $10 million on these at-home Disney videos, like those films, but they were making mm -hmm. hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. So like it, it worked. No, I, like, I mean, I think there's some films that people are gonna buy on DVD and Blu-ray and 4K or whatever we have now, but most people don't buy them anymore. Yeah, so it's like, all Ben Hollinger now. <laughs> pretty much Ben, you are keeping this thing alive. <laughs> you are the sole reason Blu-ray still exists. Exactly, but I guess let's use Flash as the example. When Flash comes out on dvd they're gonna need to sell like 200 million dollars worth of copies to be a success for the film it's not gonna happen uh -uh. like most people are gonna be like oh well once it's on max i'll watch it 
oh, I think that's another reason films are flopping this summer is the mentality that we had during COVID where, you know, like every streaming service was putting it out early. Yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, me being hypocritical because I just said this, like, oh, I really want to watch The Little Mermaid. Well, I'll wait till it's out on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, I think Transformers Rise of the Beast looks good. I'll wait till it's out on Paramount+. Plus. People are just fine with waiting. Yeah. Because if it isn't a Marvel film, no one's going out opening weekend anymore. Yeah. Like, in the case of a Marvel film, like, you want to be there opening day or opening week because otherwise you're going to get it spoiled and it's going to ruin the experience for you. Mm-hmm. I don't care really anymore with a lot of these films. Uh, like Blue Beetle, I don't know if you're going to watch that opening probably weekend. Not. I'll probably just wait a couple weeks because I think it looks awful. And that's no yeah. disrespect to the director or the cast or any of that. Yeah. But a lot of people just don't care. They don't need to rush to the theater. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that'll change. Obviously, that's going to change with Oppenheimer and Barbie. Uh, they said, um, I want to say it was AMC, but it could have been... Cinemark, one of the two said that roughly like 20 million of their subscribers had got back to back tickets. To, I think it's all, yeah, to do like a double feature thing. Mm-hmm. However, most of the people doing double features, like I said, are like us, which like it's going to be a group of people, but everyone's paying for themselves or something of that nature. Like, again, it's not family oriented. Um, in both of those films, like for for I mean, years realistically, we've all been anticipating. Mm-hmm. no one is like no one in 2020 is like you know i can't wait till blue beetle comes out <laughs> i'm gonna be camping the night before there's probably like two people probably i think that people or companies realistically just need to stop m- investing so much money into certain projects and then really focus on the quality because that's the other issue of this year is other than spider-man i don't know if i've wa- oh i guess the blackening but that's not a blockbuster I haven't walked out of many films and been like, that was good. It's been like, eh, yeah. it's fine. Like, I didn't hate it, but I didn't, lo- I don't think I've hated any film this summer, but I haven't loved like many films this summer. Yeah. It's very infrequent. Yeah. Even this year, like, I feel weird, like, saying it, but I look at my like top 10 currently, and it's like mostly, like, it's a lot of streaming films, mm. which isn't a great thing. But like, you know, last year I felt like we peaked. I feel like, Last year, movies were just so good. We were, and we obviously watched more movies in theaters mm-hmm. together, and we were reviewing films in theaters way more often than not. I mean, I, I will never forget Bullet Train. Like that yeah. was one of the greatest that experiences ever. But I don't know. Yeah. It's just everything's kind of bland. I think it kind of peaked a little bit further behind. I think it peaked more like 2019. Oh, I, I agree. But I'm talking like this whole this post-COVID era where like really nothing's been that financially successful other than Spider-Man. No mm-hmm. Way Home. Um, but it's a very different lens. Because, you know, like, tw- 2018 when... Or 2019 when Captain Marvel came out, it made a billion dollars. Aquaman, just a few months earlier, made over a billion. Like, everything was making hundreds of millions and billions of dollars. Lion King. And then, like, COVID happened. And, you know, Tenet was the first big film to come out. And it was disaster at box office. But rightfully yeah. so. It was 2020. No one was going to see except me. <laughs> and me. Yeah. Did you watch it opening week? Uh, no yeah, one was I there, did. dude. It was my mom <laughs> was and myself. And I think like one other guy. Yeah. I went with my buddy Keith and a pastor. Nice. Yeah. That pastorly Riz right there. <laughs> I but, guess so. But yeah, post-COVID, just nothing. I don't know. I, I'm telling you, I think the streaming thing plays into it. 
But in my opinion, this was how I was too. And uh, obviously, it's different. Like HBO Max is when H- HBO Max was free, right? Like, did you watch the Suicide Squad on HBO Max? Because I don't think I we saw had it in theaters. I did both because I remember Ethan and myself watched it the day it came out on streaming. But like, I I am still of the mindset of like Black Widow. I'll use it as an example. I watched that in theaters because I didn't want to pay uh, thirty dollars. But again, because we were bringing up family earlier. It's a lot cheaper for a family of six or seven to pay $30 to watch Black Widow once than yeah. go to the theater and pay way more money. Yeah. So, like, I understand why they did that. But I think just that that ruined everyone's mentality of, like, they're they're willing to wait. That's why, like, a lot of shows nowadays, are, it's like an episode a week, whereas the Netflix mentality used to be, we're going to release everything at once. Yeah. And everyone would obviously rush out. And now people are just okay with waiting. I think people are just content yeah. with everything. Will that change, though? I don't know, and mm-hmm. I don't know that's a horribly bad thing to teach people patience. Yeah, I, think I agree. Our, the world is filled with very impatient people, myself at times. Yeah, same. But I think teaching people to wait for good things is a good thing. However, we're teaching people to wait for bad things. So, oh maybe. my gosh. All right, don't look at your phone or anything. We have just got three more castings to Superman Legacy. Oh, and they're f- oh, dude, they're, they're fire. fire. They're right, really well, good. Here, list off the the previous ones first. But we've been yeah. We'll we'll we'll, we'll quickly end this because I have one more thing to add, and then we'll then we'll talk about this. Um, um I'm not too sure my thoughts on Green Lantern. Green Lantern just got casted, but we'll talk oh, about Green Lantern. Yeah, got casted? We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Oh. Um, I did. Where are you getting all? Is this IGN? No, this was on Comic Book News. I just got Comic email, Book News. Uh, I got a notification on Twitter. Interesting. This is 12 minutes ago. I'll do like the geek news and movie news. He's pretty cool. Geek, new, geek news I really like as well. Yeah. Um, But shoot, I lost my train of thought. I was going to ask you something. Green Lantern. Uh, oh, well, you were, you were talking about. Uh, pay, pay, oh, yeah. Will you marry me? He's dead. Oh, real. That's real Riz right there. <laughs> riz, bro. <laughs> and anyways, uh, last thing. We've still got five. Five and a half months, which is funny because like the end of the year will be here by tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Will movies be more successful? Because in my opinion, I look at Oppenheimer and Barbie are going to be really successful. Yeah, Dead Reckoning is going to be successful. I don't think it's going to be this juggernaut that everyone says. Mm-hmm. You got like um, later on down the year, Dune and Wonka. Those are both going to be pretty which successful. Wonka, Dune's probably going to be really successful, but like mm-hmm. the budget is also not a lot. So if this movie makes half a billion dollars that's mm-hmm. a massive win for warner brothers massive um dub. what's in the, I, I keep, i'm blanking on a lot of the other films that are coming out this year is there any other marvel oh the marvels which it's not going to make a billion dollars like captain marvel i th- i think it'll be successful but the budget for that is also not like <laughs> the flash level so yeah and i think it looks entertaining i don't think i'm gonna go watch that one opening weekend because I, I haven't i've been keeping up with marvel any of the shows that have been coming out yeah but that'll probably do well. Disney has they have some live action stuff coming out later this year. I can't remember what it is. Regardless, a lot more movies are going to come out. There won't be as many blockbusters anymore, but I think the ones that come out are going to be a big deal. Five Nights at Freddy's. I don't is that coming out of theaters because I watched the that trailer is, and I didn't say it is. coming to Peacock. Oh, is it? I think it might just be a streaming film. I think I that's going to be a lot of fun. I don't think it'll be very good at all, but it's going to be no. a lot of fun. I'm only going to watch it just 
hoping Markiplier pops up. I was excited That's when I saw. <laughs> did, you, did you ever watch Corey Kenshin back in the day? Uh, no, but I saw them. I was really. I didn't. I like. I heard the rumors, but like, I also saw everyone saying it in the comments. I'm like, where are you getting this? I've watched the trailer He's like the four times, but I didn't know there was that little tease at the very end. So that yeah. was cool. But yeah, there's a lot more films are coming out. I think that these films that we just listed off will be more like Dune, for example. I think it'll be successful because it's the biggest film of the month. There's not much competition in November. Yeah. December was where we'll get interesting because Aquaman 2 is coming out mm-hmm. and um, Neon just got the rights to the Adam Driver film um, about oh, Ferrari. Ferrari. Yeah, That's going to be a big film. And it's also coming out at prime time because it's that December. And this will be like that release where like, like if parents in particular don't want to watch, let's say Aquaman or Disney has a film coming out in December as well. That's the film they're going to go watch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think with that being said, we can move on. Obviously, films aren't doing very good. I yeah. wish they were, but it hasn't what been good. What can you do? Um, do you want to look up, uh, obviously, who's been casted so far? I, I will read this off. So, Superman Legacy has casted three new characters, Hot Girl, Mr. Terrific, and the Green Lantern. So, Hot Girl is played by... Oh, she changed her last name. <laughs> you were like, oh, it should have been my last name. Nah, no. Um, I was going to say Isabella Moner, but that's not her last name anymore. Or maybe maybe she's just going by a different. I'm just getting stuff that says it added, so I'm not going to look at that. I'll just yeah, wait yeah. for you to say Um. Oh, God. I can't deal with these names, bro. Some of these are hard. Um, Mr. Terrific is played by Itty Gath. Gath- Itty Bitty. Itty. Itty Gathagi? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I've the guy looks familiar. You, you might just need to look this up. This boy. Yes, he looks familiar, but I don't know how to pronounce his name. No. And idea. then Nathan Fillion is playing Green Lantern, I guess. Which here's my opinion. I'm Seems not a, a little old for Green Lantern. I'm not a big fan of this Nathan. Like I understand that he's on, like one of his best friends is James Gunn, but I don't love yeah. how he's in every one of his projects. Yeah. It really worked in Guardians 3. I thought he was really funny in that. Yeah. I don't like that he shows up in everything. Yeah. Like, sh- his I brother. Mean, he has every right to. But he, I mean. he does. But, like, as Green Lantern, really? Like, why? Uh, and yeah. maybe he isn't Green Lantern. Maybe he, like. But the way this is. Th- I mean, they make it seem like he's Green Lantern. Yeah. Let, me, let me look at the comments. Um. A lot of people are a little annoyed that Nathan is actually a lot of people are saying he's a really good choice, but that he's too old. That seems to be the weird. Now I will say, Isabella playing Hot Girl, I love that because I think Hot Girl and Hawkman are phenomenal characters. However, I'm blanking on his name, but the guy who played Hawk Hawkman in Black, Black Adam, phenomenal. I liked him. I really liked him. Um, I also am biased because I really like those two characters a lot because they look cool. Their suits are sick. Yeah. Good casting. Um, I, I'm going to be honest, Mr. Terrific is slipping my mind right now. So like, if I see a picture of his character, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember who that is. Yeah. And then of course, for I, those of you who don't know, David Cornsweet will be Clark Kent slash Superman. And then Rachel Brosnahan. From Marvelous Miss Maisel will be Lois Lane. Yes. And what are our thoughts? I don't know if we've talked about this. I haven't heard much about the Miss Maisel lady other than she's, oh, she's gotten great. like, she's really like good. Emmys and whatnot. Yeah. So she's it's really, like I imagine that she'll do just fine. And Corn Sweat was one of the people, like if I were to reboot the DC, like he was my Superman. So like that works out perfectly for me. So I think that's I'm it. fully on board. Yeah. Have you seen any of his projects? Uh-uh. 
I've seen some like clips of stuff yeah. that he's in, and I'm like, he could pull up a. The last thing I remember watching him in is he plays the love interest in Pearl. And I think he's in the movie for maybe 15 minutes. Phenomenal. Is Jenna Ortega in Pearl? No, it's my golf. Oh. Jenna Ortega is an ex and oh. probably in whatever the the scream threequel will be, which I think right now is codenamed XXX, but I, I think that'll change. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, he was really good. Uh, yeah, and he definitely gave me Clark Kent vibes. But I it never I never made the connection until he got casted because like you know we've talked about him before, and yeah. I've always said like I don't really care who it is. Like I want it to be Henry Cavill. I think this guy is going to be better than Henry Cavill. Really? <laughs> I think he looks more like Superman. A classic Superman. A very classic Superman. I'm excited to look at his costume. Like, what era do you want? I want it to be almost more like a, like a fifth, like <clears throat> style than like a fifties. Like with the kind black. Of like the original. Yeah. Yeah. I well, agree. no, well, with the black S. But yeah, yeah, that's like the 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 silver era, which is around that time. Okay. Um. Maybe then, but I I want like the, like the Daily Planet and Metropolis to have like that fifties sort of feel to it. Yeah, I agree. It Almost needs to like be nuclear family sort of deal. It needs to look kind of like how in Batman Begins, Gotham had a very specific style, or I guess in the Batman, Gotham is a very like I want Metropolis to look. Metropolis is like if Gotham is hell, then like Metropolis is heaven. Like it's supposed to look a lot cleaner and a lot yeah. nicer. But um, there's still crime somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is <laughs> like, funny. It's like, wow, soups, you're really choosing the yeah, the best exactly. town to save kittens out of trees. I I'm excited though. I really like the suit that Supergirl has, but I'm not a huge like. I've kind of grown out of the dark blue era of suits. Like I want to see like bright blue. Give us the red. Do you want like the classic look? Very classic. Again, I I want the silver era, which has a lot of like the black in it as well mm -hmm. um but obviously it's still bright yeah um i don't i don't know how i feel about the onesie like the the underwear stuff on the outside yeah the underpants on the outside i said onesie but that's what we've been rocking with is the onesie look which i again i'm still not sure if i like but i also don't know if i like with the underpants like we need to Either find this weird middle ground yeah we'll see if it if they pull it off, but I think they'll be able to pull it off. But it's a lot different than you know how like Spider Man has like almost the shorts look where it's like the the blue to the red transition is very iconic. Yeah. Like there's a difference between a comic book look and what I well, I don't know, because like I was I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about like if Wes Anderson made a superhero film or a Star Wars film. And if he made a Superman film, it would look very, very fifties. The suits would yeah, I I wouldn't complain if James Gunn goes a more campy, comic accurate route because For obviously at least Superman. I'm talking all of them, Batman. Well, actually, Wonder Woman's the only tricky one because like they always adapt Wonder Woman in the Flash to look like you know whoever's playing them. Mm -hmm. So like recently, Super, uh, I'm not Supergirls. Um, Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman has had the, the art style and usually the armor looks like Gal Gadot's stuff. So. But I'd like to see Batman in a more classic look, kind of like how Ben Affleck was really clat like it was. But it was again a very specific Batman. Um, I just don't know what version of Batman. I I mean Jim Jim Lee's versions of Batman are fire. You think of like uh light blue and gray. Mm -hmm. That would be interesting. It would be know. very interesting. But I really like how in those like particular comics in the shadows, it's definitely more of that black and white look. Mm -hmm. So, like, if they can somehow get these colors, that'll look very, I don't know. 
I think the Batman suit is going to be unmatched, but the Batman suit was designed for that film to look like a realistic suit that someone could build. Yeah. And I kind of want them to go more comic book route. Kind of like what Marvel's been doing recently with they want everything to be comic accurate. And a lot of it's like, well, does that realistically make sense? But yeah. it looks cool, you know? That's what I want. I just feel like Marvel's been getting a little too comic accurate, and maybe that's part of what's hurt them just because it just looks so weird. I agree. But but I actually, I think that the issue is they want to make it really modern but also comic accurate. So, like, Wolverine, because I guess we can talk about that. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen, the, there's pictures of – um, Hugh Jackman with I, I don't think it's Ryan Reynolds I think it's a stunt double only because he never takes the mask off. Um, first yeah. off, that suit sucks. Deadpool suit too. was flawless. I don't know yeah. why they changed it. They made it more red, which is more accurate. Um, but Wolverine suit looks very iconic, but it's very modernized. Yeah. Give him the the onesie look. The really like it would look stupid. Yeah. But I think it would look better. That's what I want with the James Gunn stuff. That's fair. But yeah, maybe some of that's to do with like them joining uh, MCU Deadpool. So maybe they gave them a that, suit. Yeah, that's that. You know, that's probably true. You know what? It's because Disney wants to sell toys. Yeah, it's <laughs> the only reason they did it. But I don't know. the new The new castings are all good. Again, I I can't say much about Mr. Fantastic because or Mr. Terrific, not Mr. Fantastic. We can talk about that another day. Don't remember much about him. I just don't know how I feel about Nathan Fillion. As Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. Hopefully he's like a older Green Lantern, like passing it on to Well, who would he play? Else. Uh, maybe he could be an old Hal Jordan. Maybe? Well, that's why I, I thought they were going to cast a young. Or he could he could just be like an like, alien version of him. That is true. He doesn't have to be a human. Um, I'm trying to think. Um. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Like, how would they do this? Ooh. Okay. Well, I've already said for for years that I really want John Stewart. So maybe I think you're right. Maybe he's like an older version that's already past his prime. That he's kind of like already done all of this stuff, and he's like the mentor mm -hmm. to whoever the main. That would make sense because I can't see Nathan Fillion in the leading role like this, but he could be that cameo that like pops yeah. in every now and then. I think that's what they're doing. I just want John Stewart. Yeah, John Stewart would be great. I'm also thinking, who who else could they do? Who's the? I'm blanking on his name. He's the redhead. Oh, the gay guy. Get. Yeah. I Hall, believe he was. How yeah. Jordan? I'm blanking on his name. No, I know who you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm just curious how, and also the way they made it sound is they're going to show up in Superman Legacy, which I, I'm okay with because he's already stated that this isn't going to be an origin story and it's going to be set in a pre-established DC universe that already has all of its superheroes. That's fine with me. Like we're, I'm, As long as they can pull it off better than Zack Snyder, but Zack Snyder didn't have to pull it off because obviously they were building. Yeah. They're going to just kind of like drop you in like all of this is already going down at the same time, which I guess I'm okay with. Yeah. Who do we want for the supervillain though? Because we already Lex know Luther's it's Lex Luthor and it's between Alex Scar and Bill Skarsgård. Who of the two would you prefer? I'd almost want Bill to be a different villain because it'd be kind of a shame to waste his face on just some billionaire. Yeah, you know? look like Mr. Clean. Yeah. I yeah. think he'd be better as... I don't know if you could pull him off as a brainiac, but... um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who I'd have as bill but definitely a different villain so i'd probably go with yeah. alex i 
I would say the same. However, after watching John Wick 4, he's basically playing Lex Luthor. Just like a young, immature version. Right, but I think we already got that with Jesse Eisenberg. True. And people want like a more I also macho. really liked <laughs> I Jesse did. Eisenberg. I like Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor too. He had, but. I might get in trouble for saying this, but I don't really care. He had this like, I'm going to make myself, he had this almost autism feel. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> and apparently that was part of his method acting to make his character like a little unstable, but also yeah. like wildly smart. A genius. Yeah. yeah. I guess it worked. It what? worked for me. I I still have, I mean, I have a few problems with Batman versus Superman, but that's not one of them. Yeah. I still like that movie. I, I also really want to see, for the first time ever, a Lex Luthor who is just a menace. Like, yeah. Lex Luthor is scary because he is human, but he has so... I mean, he's basically the evil version of uh, Bruce Wayne in some yeah. extent because he has yeah. all of this money, and somehow, some way he... Like, I mean, in a lot of the comics, he goes against the entire Justice League. We have never seen that because we've never seen Lex Luthor ever really developed. I don't know if he's in... Um, Superman and Lois. I've heard that show is amazing, and I do need to watch it. But mm. we haven't, you know, I th- uh, sadly I think the best version of Lex Luthor in recent memory is in uh, the Super Pets movie, which Dang. wasn't even that good. But that movie literally starts out with the Justice League going after Lex Luthor, and Lex Luthor wins. He captures the Justice League. That's why the Super Pets have to go save the Justice League. But it was cool for the ten minutes. I'm like, that's cool because. He's so stupid, but he's actually menacing because the Justice League can't tr- do anything. So I want Lex Luthor to be a good starting villain, um, but also a villain that you know we'll see for numerous films. And we don't need the Dark Justice League or the Injustice League or nothing like that. Like Just make him a menace that can just pop up in any movie, yeah. and you're like, well, this makes sense. Give him a big mech suit. Yeah. I'm curious, though. I don't know if we've talked about this. Who, like, the big baddie's going to be? I don't think it's going to be Darkseid. Brainiac is probably the right answer. Gorilla Grodd's more of a Flash, isn't it? Yeah, more of a Flash, kind of a little bit of a Batman. I mean, Batman, unfortunately, has villains for everybody. I also don't really want to see a Joker because we're already no. getting... Like, Jared Leto was... Yes. Um, and we're also... <laughs> we have Joaquin Phoenix still. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with the Batman 2. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to play him, but we don't need a third in this weird... Have they started filming Batman 2 yet? Uh, No, they start filming either in November or it's either at the very last couple months of this year or early next year. But they also haven't announced any casting, which I don't know if they'll do because I don't remember them announcing many casting choices before the Batman started shooting, yeah. other than obviously... um. The Penguin and Robert, um, Pat- Robert Pattinson, Pat- which I th- does the Penguin come out this year or does it come I out next year? It, I believe it does, like at the end. Yeah, so I'm excited Penguin for that. TV series because well. they did say don't don't write or don't count out Batman making an appearance, mm-hmm. which I think we need. And I'm even really if excited. Not, for I that. love Colin Farrell so much. Completely so. agree. Oh, I would actually really like to see Colin Farrell play a villain. In this DCU, I don't know who he would play. I would like him to do what Christian Bale did in Thor, and I'm not praying that any of those movies are as bad as Thor, but like it was so out of the ordinary, league, yeah. And you're like, why is he doing this? But he was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But I don't know who Colin Farrell would play. I could see him being like a voice actor, kind of like how Josh Brolin voiced Thanos, but he's obviously not as menacing. Like Josh Brolin has that 
sound you're like this dude will yeah. kill an entire orphanage for no reason make him make him dark side but give him the voice from banshees of insurance <laughs> that like, would actually. <laughs> oh, hey there! What? Are you, yeah. What? What are you? What are you doing, Superman? I'm trying try to destroy the world. The, the yeah. Heck? What, what? What's going on? That'd be great. <laughs> My actually. name is Darkseid, and I'm nice <laughs> to no one, <laughs> and it just destroys. He has that. He has those bagpipes playing in the background. Yeah. That's his like theme. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Here's your reminder to go see Banshees of Inner Sharon. It is so good. I agree. I guess we can end on this. Uh. Cause we're about to pa- we're about to pass an hour. Who do we, who who are we theorizing or like hoping? I know this is way down the line, but for Batman, for the Batman? No, no, no. Oh, for, for this Batman. Batman. Well, they're having Batman Brave and Bold. They're gonna use. They're gonna tie that into Superman, right? Yes. Okay. But so uh, it have to be a Batman old enough to have a Robin. Yes, I want Nightwing. I want a. I've been wanting a Nightwing specific film for years and i did already give my nightwing which was um he plays freddy and um in freddy fazbear no and shazam but we haven't talked about who we want as batman i would still probably go with scott adkins scott adkins would be really uh yeah he would be really good do you remember who he looks like um he looks like a couple people you you talked about this when we talked to abby right Mm mm-hmm I can't pull remember. Up a I'll pull up a picture yeah, of him yeah. again. Scott Atkins. Everyone really wants um oh dude he played Soldier Boy. I'm blanking on his name. Jenkins. Yeah. I don't I see don't, it. <laughs> I don't either, but I also like Jenkins. This dude. Scott Atkins. Oh yeah. He yeah, just yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. A, he just looks like he gives he gives Bruce Wayne vibes. Google Google Scott Atkins and tell me that's not Batman. Yeah. Dude, even he looks like Ben Affleck on that one, but no, that's that's Batman, right? Kind there. of, yeah. He gives me either like Bruce Wayne vibes, or he'd like play a Punisher. I could see him being a Punisher as well. He could. I think he. I think I'm. Punisher. He did. Was he? I don't think so. He he played some like side character in like yeah. some of those shows or something. I don't know. Yeah. Either Scott Atkins or Jeff Goldblum. Those are my <laughs> two. Two Batmans that I would. I saw the theory the other day, and I actually really liked it. I just don't think it would ever be done. They mentioned, like, if Batman the Brave and Bold is going to be an older Batman who's almost past his prime and the Bat family is already existing. George Clooney. No, they brought up uh, Orlando Bloom. Oh, no. And I was like, no. I was like, I'm proud of you for saying that, but just no. No. <laughs> just no. no. I love or- Orlando Bloom, but he's played too many iconic characters. It'd be weird. Being like, oh, Legolas is now Batman. Here's the thing. Orlando Bloom's also kind of like a corny guy or a corny actor. Yeah. Like he goes a little over the top. I just don't I don't he he's he's the British boy. I I, I don't see him as yeah. an American. He's Bruce Will Turner Lee. to me for the rest yeah. of eternity. I yeah. I understand he's Legolas to some people, but I disagree. Yeah. He's um, he's one hundred percent Will Turner. I, I really don't know. Like, there hasn't been any... There's been a lot of people that I... The actors that I'm like, they look like Bruce Wayne or they look like Batman, but there's no one that really sticks out. I don't ben know. Ben Affleck. I mean, Ben Affleck, yeah. I, I love... And obviously, I'm biased because... What are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, I'm biased because when we talked about our our top ten favorite actors, uh, Timothy Chalamet was up there for me. But I've seen I've seen so many fan castings of him as Nightwing, and I'm like, Why? He's too big of an actor for this, and he, he has would the be, look. 
He has the look and he has the of voice. Of like a Robin. But he needs to put on like a hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, if he's gonna be Nightwing, he's gotta put on some pounds. But if he's Robin, you can, you can get away with a skinny Robin. Yeah, but he's too he's too popular. Like he'd be a lot of money to keep. Yeah. So I you don't want, think it would be him. You want more of a no name. <clears throat> I would. That's what I want for Batman. Is I want like one of those older. I'm not throwing him under the bus, but you know Robert Pattinson was like the Twilight boy. I like. I, yeah. And I'm not calling it a Twilight actor, but like, imagine if we got one of those like. Get a <laughs> like a Hallmark actor, like one of those older guys that like really does like a lot of low key stuff, and like this is what sets him up. What's the uh, other Twilight guy, Taylor Lautner or whatever? Mm-hmm. Oh, he'd be awful. <laughs> Use him as Batman. He's, so I don't think he's Twilight a, boys running. I think as he's awful in everything he's in. And oh, then, I did see this, and I, I could agree with this. And he's in a lot of movies, uh, several superhero genres. I think he's been in three superhero or superhero eras. I saw someone. Fan cast Aaron Taylor Johnson and I'm a huge I love Aaron, Aaron Taylor, Taylor Johnson. Johnson fan. I wouldn't I wouldn't be opposed to it. He's, he's too young for Batman, so I feel like he'd have to be another character. He's too he's too sexy. Yes, too abrasious maybe. Very, but and think he's been in the MCU. He's been in the Kickass series. He's now going to be in Craven. That's one of the other blockbusters coming at the end of the year. But we're already past that. Yeah. Him in a fourth would it just wouldn't work. I don't think so. I think when they finally cast, I guess we can end on this. I guess whenever the casting call comes out and like this is our Batman, we're all gonna be like, why didn't we think about that? Or they're gonna be like, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that that too. <laughs> Either of those two. They'll pull one of those Mark Wahlberg's in the Uncharted film where everyone's like, what? Why? <laughs> no one wanted him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be funny. Although. I guess before we move on from Superman, uh, Henry Cavill is being rumored again to be James Bond. That rumored. is true. Rumored. Um, another rumor, and I don't know how accurate this is. I saw on Twitter that Henry Cavill might still play a part in this DCU, just not as Superman. There's also the rumor that Jason Momoa is going to play Lobo, which, shoot, sign me up. That would be perfect. He's, he looks exactly like him. He has also said for years he's one of his favorite characters. So, it would be kind of cool to see Henry Cavill make an appearance as another superhero or supervillain. Mm-hmm. It would be kind of cool to see him play a Superman a villain. villain. Like, even if it's just a one-off, for even just, like, a cameo. Like, I, I, I know that this isn't the most popular film, but I absolutely adore how um, in Age of Ultron, specifically, it starts off when they're already on a mission. We start off on basically a whole other Avengers film that we never watched. I really want a lot of these DCU films to start out in the middle of something. So it feels like a comic book where you're like, you know, there's no beginning. There's always like a middle part to the end. Yeah. I'd love for like Superman to be off on like one of these corny mitt. What what if he played? Yeah, he's in the cornfield. I was thinking of characters um, he could play. And there's one particular character who is basically Superman, but the opposite. Lex Luthor. No, 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 no. Like, I'm talking straight up Superman, but kind of oh, dumber. Bizarro? What if he played Bizarro as a cameo? That would be kind of cool, honestly. I would love to see that. I doubt they'd make it happen. I think if, But imagine yeah. if they did. If Bizarro ever comes into this universe, it's going to be David. Like, he's supposed to look exactly like... But that would be yeah. fun. That Maybe it's be. like Gorilla Grodd, just as the voice, and like they hide it. So, like, let's say it's a Flash movie or he does show up in a Superman movie and, like, you're watching the credits and you're like, Henry Cavill, what? Like, I would, be, I, would, all right I would like something like that. Yeah. 
I also really want to see, I don't know, I'm, I'm really torn because I do want to see Shazam make an appearance, and I like Zachary Levi, but we need somebody younger. I also really want to see Black Adam because we haven't seen a Black Adam yet. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely not a good one, and it won't be The Rock. Yeah. But I, I, I would like to go into this universe where, like, the Justice League is established. Like, the MCU phase of we need all of these films to build up to the this culmination is kind of over. Yeah. Like, I'd like to just, you know, there's a scene in Superman where he's, like, at the Hall of Justice, and you get to see most of the members, and you're like, okay. And then, yeah. obviously, you do the the one-offs. What about a Green Arrow? Henry Cavill. Jeremy Renner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think, because, obviously, their casting for CW is, like, nearly flawless, because Steven is phenomenal in that role. Now, the show definitely went downhill. I could see Jenkins as that. I was going to say that. That was going to be one of my options. I think the other one that would be really good. Oh, yeah. Also unrelated, but Anthony Starr needs to be a villain. Yeah. Like, he's good as Homelander, but we need him as a villain in this yeah. universe. Um, I'm trying to think for Green Arrow specifically. like Mostly like a younger actor. Um, I'm not really too sure who would be who would be good as. I, I The big issue that I'm trying to figure out is like who's going to play – well, there's a lot of them, I guess, but I really, I really want to know who's gonna play Aquaman because I think that Aquaman is the the best casting choice the DC EU ever had because Jason Momoa basically embodies who Aquaman is. Yeah. And you kind of need like it'd be really weird for them to have an Aquaman who like does not care about the environment or any of that <laughs> stuff. So like, it's like screw the turtles. Yeah. Like no, holder. like actually screw the yeah. turtles. It's like, whoa, what whoa, is this? Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Ezra, what are you doing yeah. here? Why are Facts. you welcome in? I don't know who would be a good green arrow. Um I'd say save Jenkins. Jenkins would be good. I feel like it just needs to be somebody younger. Younger than Jenkins. Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Timothy plays all of the characters. Jonah Hill? Well, oh actually here's a better question. Let's ignore that one. Because James Gunn has said that there are already Marvel actors and actresses that will be in this universe, who that has already played a Marvel superhero would be good, and who would they be good as? Hmm. I mean, we already know the Wonder Woman's going to be played by um, uh, Chris Pratt, because why would mm-hmm. he not be? Why would he not? Yeah. Or, sorry, why would she not be? Yeah. Um, um. I think it's a tough one. That's a tough one. But Henry Cavill is Wonder Woman. We could. I think Dave Batista will be in the DCU, but I think he'll be like one of those CGI big big yeah. guys. Also, this might be a maybe I'll get a lot of flack for this, but I really don't care. Why don't we have like like a bodybuilder woman play someone like Wonder Woman? Like why is it always like Captain Marvel or Wonder Woman? Like the actresses, like there's like there's no muscle. Like it, it's it's hard for me to believe that they can do what they're doing. For someone like Henry Cavill, he's like he's beefy as hell, so it makes sense that he's doing what he's doing. But like, no way! Have like Sorry, a, I needed to cut yeah. you off because it's now been confirmed that Nathan Fillion is playing Guy Gardner. That's who I was blanking on. So he is going to be playing an older Green Lantern, which means that we're going to be getting a John it, Stewart. John Stewart or Hal Jordan? I want it to be John Stewart. Sorry, I, want it to be I didn't John mean Stewart I didn't mean to cut you off, but that's that just came out like two minutes ago as as we're speaking. So yeah. that's good to know. Guy Gardner. No, that is the gay Green Lantern. The gay lantern. Yes. Okay. The redhead. Mm. Yeah. But no, that was Zach all. would have been good. He would have. <laughs> Zach. We'll play he'd be a perfect gay lantern. Um, no, I was just saying, 
why not hire like a bodybuilder woman to be a a superhero yeah it feels like that would that would fit the vibe a little more yeah i think i think it's just a personal gripe it also just depends because you know like brie larson had to put on a lot of weight and a lot of muscle to play captain marvel but like you can't you can, see. Well, you, you can kind of tell. Same with I think the issue with Gal Gadot specifically, and there's no issue with her, is like in the first Wonder Woman, she looks pretty ripped and in shape. But now these like cameos, they're just getting her on like random weekends. So like it just you know doesn't doesn't work as well. Yeah. A, I don't know. The, the, the tricky thing with the bodybuilder is like Wonder Woman isn't the most jacked person ever. No, but like I mean like, just I, for, like I know a female mean, superhero yeah. that's using muscle like. I like to see some muscle. Yeah. And that could be and the same could be said for for the guys too, but I guess just typically you see more. Yeah. I th- I'm like Henry Cavill-esque. I don't know who would be great. I don't think they should hire any of the main characters as MCU actors or actresses cuz that'd be really distracting. Yeah. But I'm trying to think. I th- obviously his brother is going to be playing a m- major role and I I like Sean Gunn a lot. I really like when mm-hmm. he shows up in things. Yeah. Um Sean Gunn as Supergirl. Vin Diesel as Supergirl is what I was about there to say. Family. Family. <laughs> How'd you know? Maybe maybe he's Batman, but he's like the stupid Batman that was in like the Teen Titans Go show where he doesn't say much. Oh my god. They're goodness. like Batman. Family. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> don't know. Maybe. Um I don't know. I really I really don't know who'd be good in that role. It kind of it'd be hard too, because most of these actors and actresses in the MCU are also still in the MCU. So it'd be a little weird to be two months apart. You're like, oh, it's Wanda. And then you're like, oh, it's Mira. Yeah. Like, what? That's crazy. Yeah. I think that's really all all we have for the DC stuff, I guess. All that I can think of at the moment, at least. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know your thoughts. Do we have any other thoughts before we wrap it? Just remember. Use protection. Yeah. Lyme disease. Yeah, that's right. See? Great minds think alike. You yeah. you guys probably thought we were going somewhere else. I don't know where you thought we're going because that's all we can think about mm-hmm. is Lyme disease. If it flops, it will flop, and he will let you know that it flops. Yeah, that can be taken in a sexual context as well. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, when I mean sexual, I mean um, like holding hands. You know, mm-hmm. premarital. Pre- eye, premarital. Eye staring. Yeah. You look. You look at him for more than two seconds. Sinner. Mm-hmm. You've lost your virginity at that point. Pretty much. Taking that V card, I guess. Yeah. Heaven must hurt because Angel lost the ground or uh, the ground must be hurting because an angel lost heaven. Jaden is the uh, angel because heaven lost him, but the ground is hurting because Jaden fell on the ground. Yeah, I can't can't do this anymore. As Captain America says, I can do this all day. Mm-hmm. That also could be taken in many different. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like, I've come to a realization yeah. about the, the way I use the, the English language. The end of the end of a Endgame is a really beautiful ending, but imagine it's just like the mailman putting the mail in the slot, and you hear in the back of the house, and you hear, "I can do this all day." <laughs> no, I don't think I will. He's just doing himself. An oh, yeah. older version of himself. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Oh no, that's crazy. I don't want to think. We're about talking about that. holding hands still. With that we being are. with that being said, uh, this has been Backstage Cinema. And next time you will hear us, if I'm thinking correctly, will be with. The movie vault will be with Ben and Zach again. It'll be our one-year anniversary. So, Zach, we're coming for you. Coming for you, Zaddy. You better follow us back. It's been a year now. It has been 
over a year. If 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 this doesn't happen by the time we get there, we're gonna bring it up. We gotta like make a big deal out of it. We will. That'll I be think, the open. That's how we open it. I think so it'll be fun. Ben and Zach, if you guys are listening to this, which you're not. You're not. You haven't made it this no, far. No, you haven't. Very few of you have made it this far. I yeah. think, I think, we'll end on this. I think. This is what we should do. We should wait. So when we start their episode, we should just not say anything. Yeah. Until they finally ask, like, what are you guys doing? And then we're like, we're protesting. There you go. This is the right of strike. <laughs> go for it. We are waiting until Zach follows back. Here we go. If you've listened this far, DM me on Instagram, and I'll give you the $5 movie ticket to uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Part one. Yeah. I'll... Like, I'll take a screenshot of the QR code, and you can just use it at the theater. Yeah. So if you've gotten this far, DM me, and you'll, you'll get a free $5 movie ticket. Look at that. Riz is Riz. And if Riz you've made it Riz. 10 seconds further, DM him, um, and he'll DM you a shower picture. Oh, uh, I don't know about that one. That's, I'm that's, not a, talking that's about a Jaden you. exclusive. I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about oh. you. Yeah, I'll just – it'll be a picture of a shower. Yeah, it, I was yes. Y'all are dirty. Y'all are dirty. Oh, was it you? I mean, yes, it was you, but it was no. Just a I just said a shower picture. You right. you implied it was going to be a view. No, just a picture of your shower. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's just but I didn't want you to say that because now people right. are going to be disappointed. You it's, see where it, I was going? It's with just this? anytime I picture your face and the word shower, it's just yeah. So the we, we yeah we we've been real I'm busy in the meantime, but uh, obviously um, it, we kind of lied about where we've been. It's just been a lot of shower. Yeah. Not a lot of pregnancy. Uh, yeah, so uh, subscribe to Backstage Benefits. <laughs>